introduction. And uh, it is, as uh, Shane was uh, sharing, it's so good to have you share with us today. Such a special, special day where we remember everything that God has given us through his son and what a great cause for celebration. Uh, even our, uh, you know, Christmas tree, the lights everywhere. And I just want to share a thought with you today about Jesus being your light at, for this Christmas. Jesus said this, he said, I have come. I mean, it's interesting, you know, we hear a lot about and celebrate Jesus coming, but what did he say about himself? He said this, he said, I've come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark or will no longer wander in darkness. God doesn't want us to be drifting through life with no clear direction no insight as to what his purposes are. He doesn't want us to be afraid of the darkness and the shadows of doubt and fear that there are in the world that we live in. I mean, I love Christmas time, and I'm sure that you do. And it's an amazing thing, isn't it, that, you know, the, the, uh, the event of, of Christ's coming still has the power these days to cause traffic jams all over the world. I don't know about you, I went shopping just at our local uh, countdown and the queues were about 20 plus long at each, each sort of place and I was only trying to get a couple of things in the last minute but you just are caught up in whatever is happening and as Shane was sharing, at least once today's come for Auckland the traffic actually gets a whole lot better. Uh, pity help the rest of New Zealand because uh, Aucklanders have gone everywhere. But that's what it does. You know, 2022, approximately years after the birth of Christ, still having that tremendous impact. Bringing families together. It could be good times. It could be hard times for people. But whatever happens, you know, Christ came as a light that we will not wander in darkness. We will not be unsure about what to do next. But we can trust him to bring light into our circumstances. What makes Christmas so special? I mean, Christmas is the centerpiece of history. When Jesus came, history, all that had happened with mankind from the time of Adam right through all the nations and conflicts and ups and downs and things that happened, suddenly history became centered around his story. It's his story. It's the story of Christ that brings all of humanity's stories together and gives it meaning. It brings your story and my story uh, involved in his making history, bringing meaning and purpose, putting the jigsaw puzzle pieces together that we don't understand about everything that is going on. But he is the center of all. Even our calendar, of course, is dated from the birth of Christ. Let him be your light this Christmas. It's interesting too, in countries that are marginalized, like nations that we support with our missions programs where Christ isn't the center and Christianity isn't approved in the nations. At this time of year, this is the greatest time of outreach in nations that we support, like in Pakistan and Bangladesh, Vietnam, Cambodia, China. They will be sharing the stories of Christmas to people who are, want to know what Christmas is about but have no understanding. And so it is a crucial time in those uh, nations. 
in Luke's gospel, we are told this, that that night there were shepherds staying in their fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. But suddenly, suddenly, the angel was joined by a far, vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. What a way for God the Son to enter into our world, hidden from the public eye. Nobody in Bethlehem knew, nobody in the Roman world that really counted knew anything about what was happening in that small village, in that inn, in that stable at the back of the inn. Nobody on earth knew what was happening, but, but heaven knew. You know, those angels, those noisy bunch of angels, they weren't going to keep quiet. They knew what this was all about. They knew the intervention of God in the history of mankind, the savior of the world, their king and our king. He was coming and he came in the flesh. He came as a baby with a miracle birth uh, through Mary. And they burst through out to a bunch of shepherds, you know, just ordinary people out on the hillside, real people doing real work, just going about their business. And the angels came and burst through and brought this message. It's interesting, you know, when you read of all the interventions of the angels in the Bible and the messages they brought, apart from in Lot's case where two angels came, this is the only time where a, a large group of angels brought a message to a group of people. Every other time, it's one angel to one person, bringing a message from God, breaking through and, and sharing history or calling somebody into their purpose or future. But this time, with the Savior coming to the world, all the angels, armies of them, thousands of them, break through. No wonder the shepherds were wondering what on earth was happening because the sky lit up and all of these voices came. But you know, those shepherds' lives would never be the same again. They rushed into Bethlehem. They saw the baby and their lives were transformed. And they went from that place and they couldn't keep quiet. They were proclaiming the good news of the birth of Jesus Christ. And that message has been uh, proclaimed ever since those days and those shepherds going and doing the same thing. You know, Christmas Day is significant for New Zealand, Aotearoa. You know, it was on Christmas Day, 204 years ago, that for the first time, at the invitation of the indigenous people of New Zealand, the Maori people, Samuel Marsden came with his wife and five other people on a boat, and they sailed down the coast from Cape Ranga six days before Christmas. You know, it must have been amazing. I sometimes wonder what it was like when they arrived here on the ship and they saw our coastline 
And they must have looked over, knowing what they were carrying, this great message the angels brought, and, and doing the same thing, bringing this message to this country. And looking at the shoreline, and seeing the Pahutakawa in bloom, and behind that the Manuka with the white flowers. Must have been absolutely mind-blowing for somebody bringing the Christmas message to a nation that had never heard the good news, to see the shorelines of the country lit up, as it were, with red and white as they sailed down the coast. It must have been a great assurance that God was with them in the proclamation of this message. It's interesting, Samuel's wife, Elizabeth, she wrote in a journal because on Christmas Eve, they decided to stay on shore with the local people. And she said this in her journal. She said, Christmas Eve was spent trying to sleep on the beach. <laughs> trying to sleep under a clear sky, surrounded by over 300 fierce warriors with spears stuck in the sand. Well, if you've seen the All Blacks do the haka, I tell you what, in those days, 300 warriors doing the haka, she'd be a little bit scary. No wonder they struggled to get to sleep that night. But you know, all that was intertwined with a sense of destiny. And for this nation, for the first time, probably about this time on Christmas Day, Samuel Marsden got up and preaches the gospel. And this is what he said. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. You know, within 25 years, two-thirds of the indigenous people of this nation had given their lives to Christ. And this nation was changed forever because of this message of hope and life that was the message that the angels brought. Jesus said this, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world that all who put their trust in me, by trusting him, he brings light into our life. How does he bring light into our life? Here's just a few thoughts about the light that Christ brings. Number one, he encourages me when I am disappointed. The Lord is near those who are discouraged. He saves those who have lost hope. You know, sometimes the year can end with difficulties. Job said in his letter, he said this, I hope for happiness and light, but trouble and darkness came instead. For a season in Job's life, darkness came, affected all his family. And when he was in the middle of the season, see, it's what you do when you're in those seasons that is important. Because Job put his hope in God. He came through that season, and God blessed him again in a greater measure than he'd ever known before in his life. But, you know, when we're in the dark times, that's when we need the light. That's when we need the encouragement. That's when we need to know that God is with us and will help us to make the right decisions. You know, Jesus didn't come to bring us a message. He is the message. He didn't come to say, this is the way. He said, I am the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. He is the way as we trust him. Secondly, he strengthens me when I'm stressed. I'm sure none of you have been stressed on this Christmas season, it's just a breeze, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> it's every single one of us, I'm sure, 
is uh, stressed in some way at some point, maybe you're just sitting down and taking a breather right now for an hour as we worship together. But Philippians 4 verse 13 says this, I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength to me. You know, when I'm stressed, what stops me is knowing my Savior living in my life. You know, David is a leader of 600 families, made a bad decision that affected all of his men. They lost all their families uh, for a period of time. And his men, in their stress, in their anger, their frustration, were going to attack David, turn out their anger on him. But David was different. David knew what to do in the middle of a crisis, and he turned his focus towards God. He said he encouraged himself in the Lord. And in that place, God gave him the answers. You see, when we are stressed, don't try to work it out with your own mind or your own heart. Trust him to show you and to lead you. There is a time to be still and know that he is God. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. He will guide me when I have doubts. Jesus is the light that comes. You know, lights serve all sorts of purposes. There are lighthouses out there that warn people of danger, not to go near them. They flash a certain way, and the pilots, the captains, they know what that means. They keep away from there. But you know, there are other lights on the sea. Some of them are beacon lights. They are saying, this is the way to the harbor. This is the way you should go. We need to understand the leading that God gives us. I've got a t-shirt at home. I bought it in Vietnam. And it says, Vietnam traffic lights. And it goes, green means I can go. Orange, I can go. Red, I can still go. <laughs> As you can imagine, certain things happen because people don't obey the signals. What happens? Firstly, you put your life, your future in danger. But even if there's no accident that happens, it, it creates traffic jams and stops people, you and other people, from fulfilling their purpose. You know, when God warns us, because the light of Christ in us doesn't just always say go, sometimes it's pause, sometimes it's stop, sometimes it's wait. We need to learn those promptings of the Holy Spirit. God guides us through his word. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to guide my path. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He guides me along the right paths. And fourthly this, he empowers me when I'm depressed. You know, light's very powerful. Even in the darkest room where there's no light at all, you can light a match or a candle. And the light dispels the darkness. The darkness never overcomes light. Light always dispels darkness. When Christ came into the world, it was to break the power of sin, to break the hold of the enemy over the lives of people, and to bring freedom and light into your soul through trusting in him. Even the smallest flicker of light will transform a darkened room. 
In Ephesians, it says this, For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. In the 23rd Psalm, we're told this, The good shepherd, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close to me, your rod and your staff. They comfort and protect me. In Isaiah, it says, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Those who trust in the Lord find new strength. You know, the message this Christmas for each of us is this, is that Jesus Christ is the light to empower your life. He is the world's light. He came to shine so that through trusting in Him, you may no longer wander in darkness. You know, you might be here this morning and Christmas time has been all of all or some of those things I mentioned, the stress, the pressure, or whatever. You might be trying to find a way for the future, for next year, making decisions, and you're unsure, unclear about where to go. Jesus Christ came to personalize in your life his light so that light might dispel the darkness, the doubt, the fears. And by putting your trust in him, you might know security and safety in your life. Could we all just take a moment and close our eyes and just meditate on that thought? You know, in your life, if there is darkness or unclearness, you're not sure of the future, why don't you take a moment to, in your own words, in your own time, invite Christ into your life. Lord, help me. Lord, dispel the darkness. Lord, I receive you as God the Son who came to earth, die on the cross for my sins, that I might be made clean and clear and might know the way. I'm just going to pray a prayer. And if you want to pray this prayer of invitation for Christ into your life, I invite you to pray it. You don't need to say it out loud, but you say it with meaning and receive Christ this Christmas into your life. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your love for me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for coming. And we remember your birth this Christmas day. We thank you you came as the Savior. I ask you to come into my life to cleanse me, to make me the person you want me to be. Put your hand of blessing upon me, I pray, this day. And I thank you for hearing my prayer. I thank you for coming into my life. Be my light this Christmas, this year, in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you know, the Bible tells us as many as received him, he gave the right to become the children of God. That's what Christmas is all about, to bring more meaning, reality into your life. If you've received Christ today, why don't you tell somebody, maybe on the way home, somebody who brought you here, or if you want to talk to me after the service, just come and, and uh, say, or, or Pastor Dan or one of the other people that you've seen involved in the service. We'd love to hear that. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to finish with a song. 
and uh, go rejoicing, celebrating, enjoy the rest of the day. I hope you get together with family or friends, whatever your circumstances may be, that you have a tremendous day. God bless you and have a great day and a great year. Bless you. Why don't we stand together? The best song to sing right now is good. We wish you a Merry Christmas, right? I only get to do it once a year, so uh, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you so good to share Christmas with you this morning and uh, love to see you here on December 30th last Sunday of the year and if not we'll see you in the new year Merry Christmas Happy New Year